When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was cherry red with the custom flames at the hot rod show when the Kingsmen came. And that bass guitar, it rattled my frame and it shook you too. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a perfectly good podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is discussing every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. We are driving in a cherry red Corvette with the top down, listening to the wind, and in the passenger seat, though she can drive if she wants, is my good friend Sylvan. How are you doing, Sylvan? I'm doing great, Jesse. What a fun song we have to talk about tonight. This is so much fun. I had not spent a lot of time with this. So when we started playing it, I went, what? Let me play that again. Let me play with this again. This is so much fun. And uh, I almost sent you earlier, and I think I will do it later, who comes up often in the podcast is my friend Sarah Hickman. And she has a song, I'll Take Whatever I Can Get, which has a very similar beginning. It's not quite, but it has this very upbeat, happy beginning. And and her song, by the way, is based on a true story. She was at a bar drinking ginger ale and telling her broken heart to her, the bartender. And a guy walked into the bar that looked just like the boyfriend who just broke her heart. I mean, exactly like him. And she said, am I that desperate to go hit on this guy that looks like him? And she says, and I got up and I went home and I wrote a song about it. (laughs) And, And the song is, I'll take whatever I can get. And it talks about that premise. So it's, I'll send you the link and I'll put it in the show notes because it it sounds the same. And Uh, anyone who says art has no value. Yes, exactly. There we go. Please. I would love to have Sarah join us sometime. If you could wrangle that, I know she's probably pretty busy, but that would be so much fun. I would love that early in her career. She did do, it hasn't happened yet. She would cover it hasn't happened yet, but she thought it was a Roseanne Cash cover. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is a ways away, but maybe if you yes. there out. we go. Yes, yeah. that would be awesome. All right, let's talk. Do we have some Just the Facts? We do have some Just the Facts. Cherry Red is the song we're discussing. It is track number seven off of Same Old Man, which was released in May 2008, much longer Oh go than it seems it comes after master of disaster which was recorded with the north mississippi all-stars this album only featured luther dickinson without his brother cody or chris chu so it's interesting that he stuck around um 
I, as I was listening to this song and looking for the liner notes of this album were a little sparse, but there was this sound that I couldn't quite identify. And I actually sent it to a musician friend of mine and combined with the liner notes and listening to it, I believe that what's going on here is an instrument called a harmonium, which I had to then Google and look at YouTube videos of what this, it's organ-like instrument looks like. And it did actually appear on quite a lot of songs. It also appears on the Tiki Bar is Open. So I think that should give the people like me who aren't musicians and know a lot about the technicalities to identify that sound in the chorus of the music. And I just wanted to notice, note a couple of really good reviews, which I know technically aren't facts, but Mark Deming from allmusic.com wrote, if Cherry Red is key to midlife nostalgia, his memories of Cars, Girls, and the Kingsmen are just flirty enough to avoid sounding sugary. And another one, Doug Collette from Glide Magazine noted that of these songs, that he takes everything one knows about songwriting and the author turns the usual conceits of composition inside out. And I think we'll get into that when we actually start going into the lyrics that you can listen to this song and think it's a nice, simple rock song. <laughs> There's a lot more going on than just a simple rock song. So those are just the facts. Yeah, that is really well done. As I said, I've not spent a lot of time with this CD. So this was a lovely surprise. We're going to come back. We're going to break it down lyric by lyric after this quick message. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. 
We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. And we're back. So I've already shared that I had no thoughts going into this one. And in fact, I had to go, what? I don't know this song. And... I'm really happy with it. And I feel this isn't a M. Night Shanahan twist ending, but there is a little bit of a twist in this ending to me, and I'm, we'll get there, but this feels like to start out with, they're sitting at the dinner table or they're in the living room telling their kids about how they met or how they got together or talking to a couple. And there's the twist at the ending. That's not necessarily the case, is it? That's very true. I had never really thought about it that way, Jesse. Maybe because just fed listened to it the first time. So yeah. the twist ending was always in my mind. But you're absolutely right. He is doing a little bit of a setup here. Yeah. All right. Do you mind reading? I think you read better than I do, (laughs) but I don't want to make you always have to read the lyrics. Someone has had that come up in a relationship or two. Just because I do it better doesn't mean I have to do it all the time. That's true. (laughs) I'm glad to read. So uh, why don't you do the first verse and we'll trade this time. I was thinking back to the first time we met over planted chords in a sad vignette. I can't talk. You were waving <laughs> goodbye in a cherry red Corvette and your lips were too cherry red. That is with the sky. So blue. It was also mean and your eyes were too. So blue. That is now I am too. And my heart burns cherry red for you. There is so much cleverness in this. Yes. And that's where that review about, everything that we think we know about songwriting and just turns it inside out. I love the misdirection that happens throughout this, that your lips were too cherry red. That is with the sky. So blue, your eyes were too so blue that it like you have this idea of her eyes were mean. Oh no, they were blue. And that he's comparing the lips to the Corvette, but If someone were to say, oh, your lips are just like that Corvette, I would be like, ew, (laughs) take a hike, buddy. But in here, it just works. And I, we can talk about maybe why it works, but was there anything else in that first verse that you wanted to bring? I do that it, and your lips were too, almost parentheses, cherry red. The sky was so blue and it was also mean. And your eyes were too blue, that is, right? The cleverness of, and I'm reminded a little bit, I can't remember the actor's name, but in the Ant 
Batman movies, there's always that scene toward the end where his best friend tells this long story that goes from one moment, one moment, this is that quick. Okay. We're talking about this. Your lips were cherry red. This guy was blue. Oh, mean. No, that, 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 that. And then my heart burns cherry red for you. I also thought hot hot white hot is right that when something's burning so bright they'll say it's it's it, it this white this searing heat but you do have that red hot that that and the whole bot of red hot lover is it and i do think that the classic red corvette prince <laughs> the beach boys just all of it that that throwing that in that cherry red does give you this sense of nostalgia at the mm-hmm. same time and that's why to me i'm picturing them together telling the mm-hmm. story to someone and he goes and my heart burns cherry red for you like you could look at him over these are two people my age like linda and i right and he's patting her on the knee and my heart burns cherry red for you, sweetie, to this day. You are still that beautiful girl I saw driving in the Corvette. Yeah. At my point, this is what I'm thinking this song is. And I also just have to focus on one word. I've mentioned the fanzine that I made in the past. And anytime I see a word like vignette, where there's a whole bunch of letters and it's really a bizarre word that seems to come out of nowhere, I'm like, yes, that's going right in the crossword. Yes. And I actually had to go to Merriam-Webster today and discovered that I did have an idea of one of the definitions of vignette, but there's actually several different. One is a picture that fades. So the plangent chords in a sad vignette that paints the picture of a past love that has gone away. It could also be a short literary sketch or it is a decorative term for a running ornament that goes through things. He's almost setting us up of what is the structure of this song that he's going to use all three of those ideas. He's going to have something that comes up again and again. He's also painting a very short picture and he's talking about a memory that is maybe getting a little misty around the edges and not many songwriters can do that. I just surprise I'm sitting here on the perfectly good podcast telling you that man, oh man is John Hyatt an amazing songwriter, but I just love that. I, I, I will come back to that in a moment because I had to do something today that I thought of. Also, plangent, right? Is loud, reverting, often melancholy. So it is a loud, sad chords in this whole melancholy chords in a sad story, right? That it, and so that's where a few years ago, there was discussion about uh, when they did a modern retelling, and this is probably 20 years ago, of Romeo and Juliet. People were like, oh, you can't spoil the ending. And they said, but if you pay attention, Shakespeare says at the very beginning of the film, 
the film, like, hey, this is a tragic. So I wasn't paying attention, but he's saying right back, right there. I was speaking back the first time we met, sad songs in our sad story. But Mm -hmm. I wasn't paying attention because, and take a drink, (laughs) Bruce Springsteen, Born in USA, is this powerful anthem that has this joyous sound, yet the subject matter is about the very horrible way that Vietnam veterans were treated. And he wanted that dichotomy. He wanted that powerful and then a serious subject. John has to be, I'm going to tell you a sad story, but I'm going to spoil you. I'm going to, I'm going to do it in disguise wrapped into this fun pop song because this sounds like a fun pop song to be yes yeah agreed okay and it's that i think the rhythm does that there's the very not fast tempo but it's just a relentless tempo that you're gonna just go along with this And, and the cleverness you know he's winking at you with those little misdirections that we were just talking about. Yeah. So you want me to go on to the next verse? Yeah, I'll read. It's the chorus. Yeah. Now my heart veins, my heart burns cherry red for you. Like a fire of beech wood, the salt don't like it, but you get some cut, one patch will strike it. And the embers glow to the wee small hours when the old seems almost new. That's when my heart burns cherry red for you. Once again, very clever. Beachwood saw you get cut, Mark striking it. This is very much, he is having fun with the lyrics on this song a lot. Yes, and the metaphor, and yeah, like, I personally didn't see burning cherry red going into a pretty vivid description of how you actually build a fire in your hearth at yeah. home. And again, with that idea of are you happy in a relationship that has lasted a long time, the image of a hearth and something burning to embers mm-hmm. would lead you in that direction. Not that something blew out and is out in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did actually look up how hard is beach and is it a good firewood? <laughs> it seems like he's might be taking a few literary uh, liberty liberties here, but we'll let him because it all works so well. And I, I'm not quite sure if he chose beach because something about it worked for him visually or it just had the right sound and syllables at that particular place. I'll go on to the next verse unless you had something else. Go for it. Nope. That's good. It was cherry red with the custom flames at the hot rod show when the King's man came and that bass guitar, it rattled my frame and it shook you too. The Corvette was big daddy Ross design Get your picture for a dollar and have it signed. First you got yours, then I got mine, and my heart burned cherry red for you. This takes me to a very specific place in time. I did have to look up the Kingsmen because I'd heard of them before, but I wasn't really familiar with why 
heard of them. Anyone who is a rock historian is yelling at me. I'm sorry. I was born in 1979. I have heard Louis, but I did not know it was the Kingsman. Also, Big Daddy Roth. I did not know that Big Daddy Roth is the same as Ed Roth, who has his own archives at the National Corvette Museum. Bravo, Mr. Hyatt. Just putting that little chestnut in there for people like me to get a little bit of history and culture along with a great song. My uncle was really into hot rods. He actually wasn't my uncle. He's like my second or third cousin, my mom's cousin. But, you know, when in the South, right, any relative that's older than you, it's Uncle Howard. Old, yeah. It's Uncle Howard. And so he had all these hot rod magazines around with that with filled with cartoons and such. And so I did do a search for this Big Daddy Roth and immediately saw some of the cartoons and everything. I worked with a friend that had a Shelby Corvette and he was met Shelby, the guy who designed that originally. And he, he did have him sign his car. And I was like, now you can never sell the car. Is it going to be worth more now that you have his signature? Yeah. That's okay. There's plenty of people. And I don't know, maybe you haven't talked about having a John Hyatt signature tattooed on your arm, but no judgments here if you did. But I do love the idea that they didn't take a picture together Mm -hmm. in front of the car. I got first, you got yours, then I got mine. So I'm assuming there wasn't a professional photographer there selling it. Like, in other words, they, they couldn't do selfies and they didn't want to ask someone, can you take a picture of both of us? They had a camera and so they mm-hmm. had to, okay, I'll take a picture of you in front of the Corvette. Now then you take a picture of me in the Corvette. Um, or that dollar price was only good for one person and there was someone there being a taskmaster and, yes. you know. Yeah, and maybe so, and yes, and then they did get it signed. That is, you, this is presenting an image of a car show. You could see everyone seeing the local people bringing their own hot rods to show to try to win. Prizing, you've got the Kingsman playing, you've got celebrities there including big daddy roth signing it is it this is a happy memory for him yes and it's a special it is planted in a very specific time it was an event as opposed to just any old fair it was that specific hot rod show and that bass guitar it rattled my frame You and I talk all the time, Jesse, about a concert that just blew us away. And there is something about 
feeling those vibrations go through your body as part of a crowd that is spiritual and rattling the frame and being shook can have a negative connotation. But I think to me, it's talking about that feeling of I am being changed by this experience. I'm going to walk out of this and never be the same because I'm going to be the person who has this memory implanted inside me as opposed to the person who never knew that this experience was coming. And I can totally see the Kingsman being a concert that has that experience for a young couple. I will also, do we have to rate the podcast now that we are like somewhat official? (laughs) The line first, you got yours, then I got mine. It did remind me of the start of a Rocky Horror Picture Show when they've got something similar on the uh, getaway car of the young couple at the beginning yes. of the wedding. So I, I took it to a somewhat dirty place of the 1960s girl must present, preserve her innocence. Yes. Thing. But yeah, I just, I also love the idea of taking turns with the picture and the smile and walking away with these little mementos. Yeah. All right. So we get the chorus again. Hmm? He is still talking about this and then we go to right now the fake blue sky it sure looks real like you were going to california to make a deal with the god of youth with the man of steel waving toodaloo which by the way when he sings that it is so fun how he yes. did that right now if i was every young, syllable <laughs> every syllable and then we get the reveal right now. If I was young, I might track you down, but this old picture is all I found. Now my bones are shaking. My teeth are ground down and my heart burns cherry red for you. Um, I love the fake blue sky. It sure looks real. There is a scene in the offer, which is on Paramount plus the making of the Godfather movie there is a scene where they walk by and it looks like it's this beautiful blue sky and it's just a fake sky on the Paramount lot. Going to California to make a deal. God of youth of the man of steel. It just, so many pop culture references that just sits there. And I don't know if everyone has a lost love, but I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people have, yeah, that was the one that got away or, and that one was the one that it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And you might even say, and down the road, it turned out it was the right choice, right? This person Mm -hmm. would have been miserable for me and I'm happy. But I think the idea that, you could almost see he's cleaning out something or she's cleaning out something. We can be gender neutral here. And they got, I would love to hear a female cover of this song. Wouldn't you? Oh yeah. And the idea they found that picture and Mm -hmm. then it all comes back to him hearing the Kingsman buying, seeing their, her in that Corvette. It is, it is a beautiful that, and, 
my bones are shaken. I'm old. I'm not as spry as I used to be. I grind my teeth. It's starting to go. But there's a small part of my heart that still burns cherry red for you. And that's, that's very sweet. It is very sweet. And like you were saying, Jesse, that we all have that first love, whether it was requited or not. In this story, we have someone who at least has a picture of that person that they burned for. And it, now it's the journey. It is the loss that makes it special. It's knowing that our heart burned and that we still have the capacity to feel that heat years later. And I really love that he absolutely makes the point that now my bones are shaking, my teeth are ground down after seeing this old picture. Like you are made really aware that it's not just like he's shivering at a memory that maybe isn't that old. He's, you know, maybe he had a denture or two put in and he's looking at this old picture and, and yeah, everything about the hope of California and the God of youth and the superheroes and just that optimism of youth that we can never quite recapture. And if we're lucky, we can recognize how lucky we are that we can't recapture that. That looking back, you wouldn't want to be 16 again or however old they were at this particular time. I'm assuming they were old enough to drive because they were at a car show. Yes. But. So I'm thinking 18 or 19 because back then yeah. it was legal to buy beer at 18. <laughs> I also think I'm going to take back my thought. This isn't. This isn't a song about someone dumping him and he's all sad about it. There is, this is the one that got away. And this is not necessarily someone who's had a bad life or has had not had love in their life, but just this, you see this picture and for a brief moment of time, what might have been it, nostalgia feeling for that time mm-hmm. when you were watching her in the Corvette and hearing the Kingsman do Louis and feeling the sun on your skin because you weren't worried about suntan lotion back then. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just feeling nostalgia for what could have been and what did bend. And, and I think this is a happy memory for this, the person singing. Yeah. And I think the, that metaphor of you get some cut, one match will strike it. And the embers glow to the wee small hours speaks to that, that rush of heat and warmth that is the feeling of love and being with someone, feeling connection can come on in an instant. Mm 
and it stays with you. And to me, this is a very comforting idea that the embers glow to the wee small hours when the old seems almost new. He is having these old memories and remembering what it was like to have a new relationship, to be falling in love rather than being in love, to use that phrase again. Sorry, everyone, if I'm getting too repetitive. You know, he is saying my heart burns, but not in a way that evokes pain. He's saying it in a way that is saying that I can still feel and I still feel connection. So, yeah, I take this as a very happy song and I picture the narrator coming across this picture, looking at it, smiling, maybe putting it away and then going and giving his wife, who is not the person in this picture, a giant passionate kiss because they just got that rush of memory of being in love and being in being young and how fun it was. I actually could see that too. I see that. So we were moving from our apartment to the first house we had ever rented. And so we were going through just all kinds of stuff. And I pulled out, this is Chris had just been born. So this is 89. And so I pulled out this photo album and and at the very back page was a couple of pictures of the woman I dated before Linda. Mm-hmm. And she's, do you want to keep your shrine? I'm like, no, I'm okay. It's okay if you want to keep your Jill shrine. No, I'm fine. <laughs> it's just, because oh. Linda and I got married at 84. So this is, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't need a shrine. Bravo for the perfect word choice that led Jesse to the perfect decision. <laughs> yes, I'm like no, I don't need a shrine. So yeah, I I do see him seeing that photo and going and hugging his current bride, or she hugging her current bride and suing this. Yeah, this is this is a nice. This is a nice song. I enjoyed this one a lot. And I like it even more after we discussed it. All right. You went first last time. And I actually, to show how fair I'm trying to be, if people go to our shared drive, I have highlighted the square of who's supposed to go first. Oh, okay. (laughs) So on Cherry Red, I am highlighted first. I think this is a solid three. It has a great tune. It has a great beat. I won't skip it when I'm going. This is a wonderful John Hyatt pop song with just the right twist to make it a John Hyatt song. How about you? I knew when we were discussing the last song and I had to hold my guns that I was going to feel like I needed to defend the time that I go flipping the other way. And it wasn't expecting to be quite so soon, but I'm going to go four on this one Ah. Um, because I do think it has some potential. I wish there was as many covers of this as there were of child blue yonder, because I do feel 
like there's a potential on this song that we don't quite hear through John's version, but John's version is so great. And it passes my, someone who's never heard of John Hyatt before, what's John Hyatt all about? Yeah, I will totally put on this song. I just maybe wish that the music choices and the production were a little bit different. And maybe I am also a little bit swayed by just being really interested in this new instrument that I didn't know anything about, the harmonium, and now I want to dig into versions with and without that. But I, I will tell you, you never have to worry about scoring higher than me because it's so rare. <laughs> no, it feels like it is. It isn't actually. No, it um, isn't. Yeah. Okay, great. Wow, now I'm going to have to rethink. Uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 I was listening to you talk, but I thought she's going to give this song a two. No. Wow, she's tough. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. We have some feedback this time, don't we? I guess we do. Yes. Once again, the friend of the podcast, when you guys hear, Hey, Mike. If you're hearing this, remind me that I didn't edit this correct. There's a guy named Mike Blanchard. He is a host of multiple podcasts. When I am swamped, he helps me with editing because he was tired of hearing that. He said, Jesse, I can always help you edit. So he sent us a nice voicemail. Hello, Jesse and Sylvan. This is TFG and Mike from the GeekCast Radio Network. And I just thought I would uh, do this little feedback thing for y'all based off of Carry You Back Home and Changes in My Mind. I gotta say, y'all, these two songs were a good back-to-back. I really dig it and I really love it. Carry You Back Home... As you were saying in the episode for that song, Jesse, yeah, marriage is 90-10, all that stuff and everything else. When I found Karen back in 2017, I laid it all out there. I was, how old was I in 2017? 37, I think. I think that's right. I don't know. Anyway, I was tired of playing games with dating and yada, yada, yada. I wanted to find somebody who I could fall in love with, and we fell in love and everything else. And even though we only had four and a half years because she sadly passed away in 2021, unexpectedly, the whole thing about 50-50, all the percentages in marriage, and no matter what Karen and I were going through, we always went through it together. That, I think, is the point. And Carry You Back Home is the perfect song, as y'all have said in that episode, about a love, a loving marriage, relationship, whatever you want to call it, where both people are in it forever. I remember standing in a house we were touring in Louisville, Kentucky. We were in the finished basement, and I looked around the house and I looked at Karen and I said, okay, I know what I'm doing for the next 50 years. And that was in 2017, about a, about two months before we actually got married at the time. So, yeah, I absolutely love it. Changes in my mind, man. It, it has such great lyrics. I, I just love them all. It, it's so good. I think, and this is really sad, but... Like someone taking x-rays of my heart, the broken part. Oh, man. That just hit me. I I love y'all's show. 
I always loved John Hyatt just based off of obviously Have a Little Faith and Slow Turning. But going through this journey with y'all, listening to the podcast from A to Z and all that good stuff, it's amazing. Keep up the excellent work, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you, Mike. That Thank is- you so much. Yes. Yeah. First of all, Thank you because you prove once again just how important music is by sharing your story and the emotions of loving and losing someone and how that all connects to listening to these songs. And yeah, also um, everyone, you don't have to be prepared to talk about a song in advance if you want to share some feedback with us. After the fact, how awesome was listening to Mike? You could be as awesome as Mike. All you need to do is send us a message. But Mike, you're awesome on so many levels. Thank you for sharing your heart and your praise. I'm blushing, but thank you for everything. Yeah, I want to just echo everything she said. Mike has been on the podcast, the Set Lessing Bruce, a couple of times. I've been on his podcast. He's a wonderful friend and he has been very supportive of perfectly good podcast and you know he is the definition of a casual hyatt fan so he's really been enjoying this and finding it and i love the fact that he took time to send us a voicemail so i want to stress to everyone 469-249-2442 Go straightly to a voicemail. You can just leave a message. We will insert it into the podcast. You can hear us talk about it afterwards. If you want to just record like Mike did, Mike just recorded a little bit of message and emailed it to us. And you even can go through Facebook Messenger and drop it to us from that way, however you want. We'd love to get more feedback and hear what people think. We get some of that on the John Hyatt fan page. People go, oh, I would have given it a two or a three. So I would love to hear more people's voices. So I echo that sentiment exactly. And yeah, Mike has shared with me the story of losing his beautiful bride. And uh, both Sylvan and I were a little verklempt and, uh, because it music is so powerful and it's so special. And to bring back the good memories and even the sad memories and help you deal with them a little better is important. And just like the song we talked about today, that photo reminded the person singing of good memories. I hope that our discussions can help other people. Absolutely. Yes. If someone wants to reach you, besides the way we just mentioned, how can they? Uh, they can reach me on Facebook as Sylvan Groth, at Twitter as Sylvan Green Eyes, and the Perfectly Good Podcast Gmail, which is Perfectly Good PD. Is that right? No, that's the yes. Twitter. Yeah, okay. perfectly. Yeah, good. And I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter. Please reach out to us. Go and review us on iTunes or wherever you get in your podcast. Please tell someone about this, just one person, and uh, help us grow our audience. We want more people to not learn about us. We want more people to learn about the 
beauty of John Hyatt's music. So if you could help us be an evangelist, I appreciate it. Yes, and I will caveat that just a little bit, that I know that there's plenty of people out there who are already aware of John Hyatt's music and would just love someone to talk to about it because they're constantly annoying their friends like I do. Here's the place. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, I... I absolutely do. All right. There we go, Sylvan. Once again, I think in a timey-wimey way, by the time we release this, I think you will be back from New Orleans. I believe so, yes. Yes. So, very nice. I I know – I told Linda, by the way (laughs) – I was, I said, Hey, Sylvan's going to the New Orleans Jazz Festival and Linda's, God, we got to do that sometime. I said, yeah, it would be. I said, she's, she's going to see John. Oh, John's there. Oh, that'll be good. Yes. I said, do you want to guess how she is determining what other bands to see? <laughs> what? Whether they've done a Hyatt cover or not. She said, I got to appreciate that. That's a good, that's a good me- measuring stick. So good for All you. Right. So gambling folks out there, you can guess the over and under of how many John Hyatt songs I hear performed, not by John Hyatt, and I will report back. Very nice. Yes, we will do a a trip report. I think that's it for now. I think the only thing left to say is have a little faith. Have a little faith, Jesse. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. But wait, there's more. This weekend, it's the event all America has been waiting for. The 25th anniversary of Carl Casper's World's Largest Custom Auto Show. Featuring from Miami Vice, Switek, Les Falcon Crest Hunk, Daniel Green. See Carl Casper's all-time championship cars. Meet not one, but six Playboy Magazine Playmates. And Super Bowl champion Chicago Honey Bear. Meet all-star wrestlers. See a Super He-Man exhibition. A rock and roll band battle. Robots Leader One. With Catman and Robin. All in the greatest custom auto show ever. This weekend at the Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the quarter mile. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.